Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a doubleheader for uh, Sean Salisbury and yours truly, Grant Napier, as we were just on Master Debaters with Eric Burns. And there are a couple topics, Sean, I wanted to talk with you. Uh, and for those that weren't with us last hour, man, it's, you know, did you did you just change your outfit or you got the same clothes on, man? You well, know? Dude, you, do, you, do you think in a matter of the quick change turnover, I'm taking it off? No, they're going to have to deal with the S. They're seeing, they're seeing doubles. It's yeah. the same sweatshirt I just had on. Yeah, yeah. I got a real problem with what's going on with Draymond Green, Sean. I really I, do. This new do media too. has gotten carried away. Uh, he's got, he's on a power trip. He has a sense of entitlement. Uh, it's like if you're not a former athlete, he doesn't want to hear from you. You don't have any credibility. Uh, what he called Kendrick Perkins over the weekend on his podcast was despicable. I'm not even going to repeat the word. Uh, it was It was a racist attack. And I know that we say, well, you know, it's a black person going at a black person, so it's okay. No, it's, no, not, it's okay. not okay. It isn't. No, it's, it's not okay. It's wrong. And I'll tell you what else I have a real problem with, Sean. I have a problem with the commissioner of the NBA staying locked up in his office and not addressing these situations when they arise. It's wrong. It's a bad look for the league. And Draymond Green needs to get a hold of himself. Because this is just a bad look for him. It's a bad look for the Warriors, Sean, and it's a real bad look for the NBA. Grant, you're 100% correct. I, and, and quite frankly, you know, I, I mentioned this on my, did my uh, unfiltered show yesterday for here for No Filter. Um, and I, I, I was talking about how, have you ever noticed, I see this with KD, who I'm a fan of. Yep. They said these are compartmentalized. That has nothing to do with what they are on the court and guys you like. I can still disagree with stuff they do. In his case, whenever anybody criticizes him, it's an old head. That's his reference to yeah. that you're not allowed to criticize if you're old just because you're out of touch, which is bullshit. And I don't like when the old guys, when I say old guys, guys that played before him, say that certain players couldn't play in a different era, which Steph Curry could have played then and so could Kevin Durant, just like just like Shaq could play now, okay? Regard my my point is, right. and I'm not talking about those just them in specific. It's just that have you ever and it's on Twitter, it's on the young people, which is fine. I got three kids of my own that are in that in that area. That if somebody from a different era makes a comment about their game, even though they may know what the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> that they oh you're just old, you're at it. It's always get off my lawn or hey boomer. And then the old people or the older people experienced. Who oh that they're they're not as tough as we were back then. Just save it, okay? Save it. The the generalizations we talk about from air to air drive me frigging crazy. Me too. It it does. It drives because you know what? 
I can, I, there's a lot of new school stuff that I like, but like old school toughness, some guys have old school toughness and there's plenty of old school guys that would get run circles around in football now because they're not athletic enough and vice versa. Some guys wouldn't be tough enough to have Rick Mahorn throwing an elbow to their, and, and, and Rick beating up on you and let you know the whole game and going and, and, and doing their thing. Okay. And Thumber, I can tell you this, thin skins always existed, some more, some less. And, certain, and social media has created that because everybody's got a fucking opinion. That, yep. Opinion's one thing. Everybody gets heard whether they need to or not. Make a, You know what I mean? But real quick about this Draymond Green thing. You know how I feel about him as a player. I, I, we've talked about that. But, and I'm so tired of this. What, what, what is new media? Let me tell you a little secret about me. I'm old school with a lot of new media thoughts. But what's new media? I, I standing up there and here, here's what new media is to me. I don't need to give you a fucking hot take to validate how good I am on TV or radio. I don't because see a hot take artist to me are either forced to say something. They actually believe the horse shit they're spewing out of their mouth or three is they're not good enough to do it the right way and give hardcore opinion without backing off, without throwing stuff against the wall, they know is either to get a rise out of somebody or to get a click. Whoever that, you know what? If somebody's saying, is he talking to me? I don't know who I'm talking to, but if the shoe fits, fucking wear it, okay? So for me, I don't need to do and I'll never do it. But if you want to talk about opinion based on stuff that I've done or that I've, people I've talked to in my job, hardcore opinion is just that, and I'm good with it. And Draymond said he wanted guys to talk about X's and O's and more basketball. When's the last time he drew up a play for you? In his, in, in, I mean, he's as hot take as it gets right now, calling guys names. And I understand, you know, he goes after Perkins. And Perk even said, listen, Draymond's a better player than Perkins. I don't think Perkins is arguing that. And they both got some attitude, which is fine. You can disagree. I just don't like it. I've always told you, Grant, you can disagree with anything I say or anything right. I did as a football player. But when you cross the lines into personal, which I do not do, and called name calling. I think that, that that right there, and that's he's going to get hired and get paid a lot of money when he's done playing basketball for these hot takes. And do you think he's actually going to go on TNT or ESPN and start drawing up X's and O's or do what he's doing now? The same things that drive Draymond Green crazy are exactly what he's going to be doing. And listen, the guy knows basketball. Shit, he's a basketball savant. He's got opinion that people listen to. He's a hot take artist as well. But you don't have to have played to give a good take. You don't have to be young, new. When they say new age, what does that mean? Am I supposed to look at it and say, oh, so you're just a hot take person? The old school guys know how to draw X's and O's up and tell you what's going on. Is that how we're supposed to look at it? So, uh, like I said, I love Draymond's fire. The fire crosses a line sometimes. and But they're going to hire him, and he's going to get paid because he's got personality. But the same wow. things that bother him. Draymond thinks that if you didn't play or play at a high level – and Kevin Durant at times, then you just have no say. Now, I agree with Kevin and Draymond. Sometimes these hot take guys are full of shit. Whoever they are, I don't care if it's radio, TV. Yeah. I'm not just talking about yeah. the, the network guys, I mean, whoever it is. But uh, but they're going to fall into the same trap. I hear it all the time. It's like, and you know what? I can't. Wa- I, can't I can watch about 5% of it. Again, we talk about the hypocrisy. You go back to the Memphis series with Draymond Green giving the double bird to the fans, walking off the court in game two. Then the fans in Boston start chanting F.U. Draymond, and Draymond's wife basically goes ballistic and talks about how bad the fans are and blah, blah, blah. After that game, Draymond is sitting, doing a press conference with his son next to him, his young son, and a reporter asked him, how would you evaluate your game today? And he said, I played like shit today, okay, with his son next to him. I wonder what would happen when 
Draymond's son comes into the house and walks up to his mother, Draymond's wife, and said, Mommy, what is the word that Draymond used to call Kendrick Perkins? I mean, you know, again, this just, I'm so sick of this double standard bullshit. You know, I mean, enough is enough already. Draymond Green has gone way overboard with this stuff. He is the reason why the fans in Boston were chanting F.U. Draymond. He brought it all on himself. Okay, I'm not condoning 17,000 fans saying F.U. Draymond, but Draymond Green needs to look into the mirror. But when you start using racial epithets, when you start calling other members of the media and a former player, the word that he used to call Kendrick, I'm not so sure that he's going to end up where he wants to end up, Sean, because a couple of more of those incidents, if I can use the word incidents, may derail his quote-unquote media career before it really gets started. Yeah, enough I don't, is enough already. Yeah, whether you're – listen, I listen to some guys, you know, I think C.J. McCollum's good on TV. I mean, I think he's passionate. I do. I agree I mean, with you. I, I think he's got, a, he's got a chance, I mean, to do some good things. So it's not to me. It's not new school or old head. It's do you inform? Do you teach me? And I'm talking about both sides: old that criticizes young because they don't understand what it was like, and some of it may be true. And young when it says you can't give an opinion if you're over 45 because well you just don't get it, or if you didn't play, which is which is horseshit. So for me, I just whatever happened to the days of hardcore opinion, solid debate. Um. Back it with maybe like for instance, if I'm here to say Tom Brady is the best quarterback I've ever seen, my visual, and in talking to coaches, and then I literally talk to coaches, they say yes unequivocally. That that's what I'm talking about. Now, hardcore opinion is one thing. There's a difference between a hot take to me and a hardcore good solid opinion. Hardcore is if you'd say, I mean, a, a, a hot take. If I look at you, Grant, I say Brady's probably the 25th best quarterback of all time. That's just you. You can't keep credibility by saying that. So, and the name calling. Listen, I, I, I just it dry, it dry, it, it, It's becoming unlistenable and unwatchable, even from good people that know because they almost feel like they got to do it to keep up. I don't need right. listen. Colin Coward's brilliant at what he does. Dan Patrick brilliant at what he does. Yes. Hell, Stephen A. Smith works his ass off. I mean, I get. Yes, so I'm does. just guys. We yes, see Shannon Sharp's passionate about his job. I just don't think. In certain cases, first of all, we need to respect anybody who's got an opinion. You may think it sucks, whoever it is, but also you don't have to have played to have a background in understanding what you see. No. But I also no. would like more of teaching on TV than I would just hot take stuff that, that I that you instantly yeah. lose credibility with me. You do. And again, I, you and I talked about this recently. The NBA ratings for the finals were not good. Adam Silver is the commissioner of the NBA, okay? I don't understand how when these type of incidents occur, and they have happened all too often, particularly this year, and you see the ratings continue to go down in the NBA, his silence on these delicate matters bother me. Okay. okay? Yep. David Stern would have never ever have been quiet he would have taken control of his league and he would have put a stop to this nonsense and this bad look by the nba david stern would have done something i don't see adam silver doing anything i'm nothing stern pete rosell took no shit changed the way we go about our business 
And if yep. you did something that was bad to the shield, the NFL, or the logo, and you embarrassed it, yep. they would address, they were dressing your ass down. And people were afraid of David Stern, and rightfully so. And yep. what he did to bring revenue and Pete Rozelle to change the game with TV and all, you know, with Rune Arledge and all that. I'm going to tell you this, and I'll just leave the Draymond thing at this. Draymond will say some things that I'm entertained by. I wasn't entertained by what he said about Kendrick Perkins. I, I wasn't. No. And and I'm sure he's like I said, he he can be entertaining at times. But here here's where I draw the line. Would Adam Silver, if Draymond Green would have called a current player that on the court, he would have been suspended and fined. Yes. So why is it okay? What if Kendrick Perkins said that about Draymond Green, called him that? You know what? The, 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 well, the, the network and the NBA, if you're Adam Silver, you call up ESPN and say, um, he's gone. We're, we're not doing that. We're, we're, that. That's not how we're doing this. So what's the difference in a former player being given his opinion about whether he likes the way guys play or not? And he played and then coming back and then and he was mad that he said, you don't need to do that, KP, you know, Kendrick Perkins. You don't need to do that. Yet he turned right around and went to the name calling. He doesn't need to do that either. You don't need to do it. If Adam Silver, I don't know why it's okay, you know, yeah, I, I I don't know why it's okay. You can you can't call a crew. I mean, if he said that on the court, oh my gosh, people would say, "What did you just say?" And then you call a player, a, a former player, and an analyst that if it was reverse and the analyst called the player that, the the the, the powers that be would step in and say, "You cannot do that." And it should not matter at all that it's a black person using a derogatory term towards another black person. That doesn't give him a pass. It's well, not right. you saw Kendrick Perkins' yeah. response. Kendrick yes. Perkins didn't like it. So, And he's African-American, and he, I mean, right. Kendrick Perkins didn't like it. And so he said, you can disagree with anything I do, whatever, but that's where, that isn't going to happen, right? So if who, Kendrick Perkins, who's black, had a problem with it, you're, you're exactly right. This has nothing to do with well. I mean, it, it's it's heinous no matter what. You can, you just can't do it. And and we're getting to the point where I mean, if you're if you're if you're Kendrick if you're if you're Kendrick Perkins, you should have a problem with that. Yeah, but I, I and I wasn't really fond of Kendrick Perkins' reaction either. I thought that went. Over I'm talking about the way he handled the way he handled that. Oh yeah, he cussed and went back. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. the, the the fact that he wasn't not the whole statement and the whole his whole yeah. response. Yeah. I'm talking about the way. That he didn't like being called the word that Draymond used. Here, here's the reality of the situation from where I see it. And I know there are going to be people that say, Grant, you're going way overboard on this. This is turning fans off to the sport. Okay. It's not going to, it's not going to make mean the NBA is going to be out of business. That's not the point I'm trying to make. These little things, all, when I say little things, I shouldn't say little, these things all add up. Again, they're, the ratings, and the way the game is played, Sean, these NBA playoffs were not good. Oh, okay? I know. They weren't good. They weren't, they they weren't were competitive not. either. No. They weren't competitive. No, they were, that's my point. And you know what, Sean? The reason for that, to me, is pretty simple. The game is all about three-point shooting right now. Analytics has hurt the NBA so much because teams are passing up three-on-one fast breaks, and instead of getting a layup or a dunk, they're kicking it out into the corner for an easy three-point shot. The game has become too much of three-point shooting. That's why within a game, Sean, you see teams come back from 20, 25 points. Game one of the NBA Finals, what did the Celtics do on the Warriors' home court? Right. They went ballistic in the fourth quarter because they got red hot from downtown. Right. And when you don't make threes, it goes the other way. They need to They need to 
fine-tune this game, Sean, that I don't like the way the game's played now. I really don't. No, no and Grant, you make, a, you make a good point and as well, is that at times with all the fighting among analysts and, and the constant – I know they think it's cool for clicks, meaning some of the networks may or whoever. I, I understand once in a while a good little – I mean, especially yeah. – an argument that isn't scripted. I'm okay between two guys going, I disagree with you, without name on, on these shows, radio, t- I don't care where you are. But I'll, I'll tell you what, it's st- it, it, the fatigue, the fatigue factor on the constant makes you turn off certain shows you'd normally like to watch because it's just, con- instead of spending time telling me the good things and the things that teams aren't doing well to win or a player's not doing well to win or the w- things he is doing well, we're into the name calling and the this and that this guy sucks. And this, and it's to the point where it's almost WWE. And I'm not saying WWE with the way they handle it, but we know WWE phenomenal athletes and these guys are special, but they're not throwing each other out of the ring. Now, the fact they can bench press a guy that weighs 300 pounds over their head is nothing short of amazing. But you get my point, right? That we we, we were turning it to the point that that fatigue, then you turn and watch the game, and every game's, you know, most of the games are double-digit victories in postseason. So it's not, even if it was 122-120 down the stretch. There were no games in the There were no games within 10 points. Outside the first game when they had to come back and make a major run, it was just, I'll put it this way, and this is the first time in a long time, I didn't set my clock by these finals. If I caught part of the game, fine. I, I, if I had something else to do, I'll, I'll watch it later. It was not that big a deal to me, which bums me out because I love basketball and I know your love for basketball. Yep. So, yeah, it yep. sucks. But I got to tell you, uh, this this year, more than any other year, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm a diehard hockey fan. Give me the Stanley Cup playoffs every single night over what I just watched in the NBA. I'll take the hockey game. Not even, not even going to think about it. If you every year, me, watch, not just this year, there's no doubt. If you even next year, I don't care who's in it. If you tell me yep. the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm. If you say, Sean, you have to choose one. I, I know what I'm yep. choosing because I'm more entertained yep. by it. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Kyrie Irving, I mean, I don't know why people are surprised. He's opting in. He's going to take his 36 or 37 million. I don't know why people thought that would be a tough decision. So I, I guess the question is, when you look at the Eastern Conference, do you put more confidence in James Harden being a, able to help Philadelphia go further in the playoffs or Kyrie Irving, I don't want to say behaving because it's not like he gets in trouble with the law or anything, but his unpredictability, the fact that you can't count on the guy, you don't know if he's going to be there, he's not going to be there. Woo-hoo. Crystal ball time. Looking at your crystal ball <laughs> next season, assuming that Irving does indeed stay in Brooklyn, do you see the Nets being better or do you see Philadelphia being better? I would I would give the Nets a better chance, and I don't think either one of them are going to win it. I've seen Kyrie in a championship series. I know what he's got in him. I haven't seen I haven't seen right. I don't I haven't seen Harden win one of those in the no. finals. I haven't Good seen point. him. So to me, while and, and uh, you know what. If Kyrie is healthy and they don't have vaccination issues and, and he can yeah, play, right. and and of course he opted in, just like Russ Westbrook for his forty six yeah, or forty seven millions playing in L. Of course, Why, you'd be an idiot not to. You have to, right? right. But I, I and I know it's going to sound crazy. If you're talking about game in and game out when they're on the court, I'll take Kyrie over. Over, I think he's more gifted. Harden's offensively. When Kyrie's right, he's one of the five most gifted players in a league. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take an Irving too. Right. Yeah, for yeah, for yeah, different yeah, reasons, whether one's lazy yeah. or one's thinks a yeah. little different than the rest, I, I'm okay. I, I don't I'm not sure either have the intestinal fortitude. I'm not talking about those players, those teams right now, to get to yeah. the next level. I, I I I meaning win an NBA title. And with their current setup, right? I mean, Katie's a great player, Irving, but I if you're asking me on a day-to-day basis, as long as it's not something that he has to make a life decision, it's just basketball. Yep. I don't trust that Harden's going to win me an NBA championship ever. And I've seen no. Kyrie, when it was nut-cutting time, take yep. over a series. So yep. I'd, go, I'd lean towards Kyrie. Are you and I touched on this for those that weren't with us last hour, talking about NBA free agency beginning Friday. And one of the big names out there is DeAndre Ayton. We saw what happened in the playoffs. He and Monty Williams, there was a blow-up there. But this is a Phoenix team that won 64 games. Now, I know they lost in the second round, but they won 64 games. And Aiden, you know, wasn't their best player, but he was an important reason no doubt. for them to get 64 wins. There's a lot of chatter out there that Detroit is going to make him a max deal. Now, Phoenix can match any offer that they get for Aiden. You're a GM, all right? You need a big man. You're going to give DeAndre Aiden the max deal, Sean Salisbury? And- Aiden's been wanting this max deal, as we know, right? Yes, he has. Yes, yes. And the last two years, the way the Suns have played during the regular season and their inability to close it out concerns me for a lot of different reasons, not just DeAndre Ayton, okay? But if put it this way, if he leaves the Suns and they do not match this max offer, he will. it'll hurt the Suns more than him going to Detroit if it's Detroit will help Detroit. Do I think that he's a top three center in the league? No. Lower half, lower area, five or six maybe. He's a good player. And when you say that, people go, hey, I think he's a really good player. He ain't Embiid. He ain't Nikola Jokic, but he's a good player. So for me, if he leaves and goes to a bad team, 
they're not an NBA. Oh my gosh, look out! They they may improve because he's a good player, but if he leaves the Suns and you don't have a, a, a more than capable replacement, it will hurt the Suns more than it will help a team that he goes to that's a thirty-five win team. Does that make sense? And so yes. And I, here's what it is. Sometimes, Grant, it's timing. It is when you become free to get that money. Even listen, there's going to be quarterbacks that are going to get paid forty million. Like right now, for instance, Kyler Murray, who I am a fan of, the talk of his new contract coming up, and the the way they've performed, Lamar Jackson deserves more money than Kyler Murray. And I'd say I'm a wait and hold on Kyler. I think could be an MVP player in the league, like Lamar. But is he worth forty plus million? Supply and your talent, we've seen flashes of it, so they want to pay you that, right? And I, Derek Carr, but Carr's put up numbers for a while. It got paid. Yep. So for me, you got to decide if you're the Suns, what will happen if he's not here? So at times you got to overpay. I think, do I think a max contract is overpaying a little? Yes. But when somebody else holds you in that kind of regard, like Detroit or somebody else might, yep. you sometimes have to pay outside your comfort zone to realize that for the last two years, the best regular season team in the NBA combined has been the Phoenix Suns. So losing him would help more than him going to a, a, a last place team trying to get better. The Suns, if they're, if they're willing to take that risk, they may have to overpay. If I'm the Suns, I match it. I just wouldn't, if nobody else was matching it, I'm not sure I'd throw you know, the, the, a max contract at him. But you're worth what you can negotiate. I hope he gets yep. it. I just don't look at him as a guy that's going to take over the league, although I think he's a really good player. All right, let's talk about the situation in Cleveland. Assuming that Watson does not play this year, most feel that Baker Mayfield will never take another snap again as a quarterback in Cleveland. If you're the general manager of an NFL team and your quarterback goes down in week one or two of the preseason, would you go after Baker Mayfield? Do you, Sean Salisbury, feel that Mayfield is a starting quality quarterback in the NFL? I already would have. If I was the Seattle Seahawks, I mean, as much, I mean, I know Geno Smith's hung around the league and Drew Locke. He's better than both of those guys today. Today. Now, Baker's got to mature and, 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 and square up a little bit on the mature side. And he's got to give me more than the, the Dow Jones of good year, bad year, good year, bad year. And I understand the injuries this year. But it gets to the point. I asked Warren Moon about this a, a month and a half, two months ago. He said, Sean, I just want him just to, to stop all this talk and just get to work. And he's right. And take it from Warren Moon, who's in the Hall of Fame, knows what working is on the field for a guy as gifted as him. So Baker Mayfield, listen, you're not going to tell me right now, just from what we've seen, that Mitch Trubisky today is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Now, he may end up being. He was a high draft pick. You're not going to tell me Drew Locke's better than Mayfield. He's not. In fact, he's just not. And I can – hell, Sam Donald's got – you go to Carolina, Sam Donald's got a lot to learn. he got to get better. You know, Jared Goff – but Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Baker hasn't. So I would have already signed him. And, yes, if you're asking me, do I believe he'll start in Cleveland? He's never playing another down in Cleveland again in his life. Not this year. If Watson gets suspended for the year and Mayfield said, I'll come back and play for you, they still wouldn't. They're still not going to play him. And he ain't going back. So you can nope. – you that ship sailed. Done. Right. So, yeah, I believe Mayfield will be somewhere. And if he's healthy – and his mind is right where he's more focused on the job than worrying about what Joe Sixpack and Harry Hatchet ass are saying about him. He's shown enough to me to say he's a starter in the league. But being a quarterback isn't just about making throws. There's a lot else that goes into it, and he's got to catch up on some of those things that take you from a thrower to a quarterback, and there is a difference. Okay, assuming that Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulder is fine and 
by all accounts, it will be. Give me your read on him as we get really close to the start of training camp. We know that the 49ers have given the keys to the car to Trey Lance. Yep. At least that's what it appears to be. Yep. I Jimmy Garoppolo is never going to load up like the like the five or six, eight best players, even top ten quarterbacks in a league that when things go wrong, Dak Prescott can carry you for three weeks and throw for 427 yards a week and keep you in it. Jimmy has to have good players around him. You get you know what I'm saying? He is yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's never gonna be the guy where we say that guy's the top three quarterback in the league. He'll be he's not a guy and he's not that guy. He looms in between to where if you get him, you're going to be he's, – he's a, he's a good player. He's going to make throws. He'll be consistent. He's not going to be, oh, my gosh, where you have to worry about him destroying you down the field. He will play within a system pretty damn good. The key for Jimmy is he misses too many easy throws in, t- in situations he can't. It's not the tough throw. It's the easy one when he's got a chance to make it that he's missed. Dude, Jimmy Garoppolo is a starting quarterback in the league. That's why San Francisco stuck with this thing so long and has been tempted. He is a starter. He he's not a dynamic player. He's a player that can last for 15 years in a league. But Jimmy Garoppolo needs a system with players and needs to be well coached around him. And see, Baker can go make plays flying around doing his energy thing. Jimmy's got to be more structured than Mayfield does. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's your take? What's your opinion on how a NFL quarterback and we've seen him go to a Super Bowl. We've seen him go to an NFC championship game. But you just said and it's so true. Doesn't make the easy plays. Can't does at times does not make the easy completion. What do you think is the reason for that? That's very puzzling when you watch that. It, it is. Grant, one of the when I, I train a lot of these quarterbacks, I mean around in high school and you know, kids that are going to college and stuff. And my I teach them to self-correct, to be able to during a game be able like a golfer who snap hooks a drive to be able to fix it before the next shot. And why it's not that you did something wrong. Why? Why did it happen? So you can quickly lock in. I teach them to get over good plays equally as quick as bad plays. And I constantly teach them to hit me singles. Now, when you say that, some people say, well, listen, Mahomes does not live and last in the league in Josh Allen because they make the spectacular falling on their ass, throwing it side. That is the extra that you can't coach. That's the Mm -hmm. six to eight plays a game, eight to 10 plays every six weeks that certain cats can make and some can't. And I work on those on a, we'll have a day where it's like 30 minutes of off schedule, non bad mechanics drill that just, so you, I try to simulate real football as close as you can put them under duress. Right. But it's think about the greatest quarterbacks in the world. What is Drew Brees done better than anybody made me simple plays grant they live zero to 15 you don't live making 40 yard post throws even against air the nfl quarterbacks don't hit them all the time i watch them i was one of them so you got to make those you like in golf what do the pga tour guys do they birdie your eagle the par fives the ones that they're supposed yep. to and they yep. par the par threes instead of yep. hitting double bogey jimmy unfortunately sometimes he'll birdie a par five but at times, an easy par three that's a buck 80 and it's a big green, he doesn't par the par threes. He get, he'll shoot double, he'll hit a double bogey. And that's, there's a lot of guys like that. Jimmy's a good player, and I have a lot of respect for him. But the simple play, because guys get impatient. Manning made all the simple plays. Brady's been doing it for 20, 20, 22 years. That doesn't mean they can't make the big play, but they live 0 to 15, and when the big play presents itself, they don't fucking miss it. I miss it. Once in a while, I hit it. They make it. 
And here's the difference. It's not the big plays that separate the great ones like, oh, the off-schedule sidearm throw. You know what it is? It's the ability play after play, week after week, month after month, year after year to make me the boring, simple play. On third and six, you get me a first down instead of force one. Now you punt. The smart guy, the simple singles hitter, still hits 35 or 40 home runs, but he doesn't miss the check down or the shallow cross. They hit simple plays, and they outpatient the patient, and then they kill you with the sniper mentality when that play is there. The best quarterbacks in the world are not they, – they may make spectacular plays. They make more boring plays than the average guy. If you needed a quarterback – and I gave you the choice of Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G. Which one are you choosing? What kind of rock? Give me the team. Okay, so give I'm me the roster. You, I'm going to say that your running game is good. Not Nick great. Chubb and Sam both of them want good running games. They've had them. Okay, so I'm going to say it's good, not great. And you have one marquee receiver, maybe not the Larry Fitzgerald in his prime, which is one of the best of all time, but you know, a, a good quality, a, 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 your number one would start on any team in the NFL. All right. And again, I'm not going to go and your offensive line is at least average. All right. I'm not going right. to say it's the Cowboys of four years ago, but right. it's not bad. It's at least average. So I can't give you the team right off. the. Oh, top so of a, a kind of an on the cusp playoff team, but not a consistent playoff team type of roster yes. with a couple dynamic players. And then they say, uh, plug yes. the core. A quarterback, a quarterback that would take you from a sure 500 season and win you the two or three extra games that you would need to be a playoff team. Today, as I sit today, the, the two, and I hold both of them in high regard for different reasons. When I say high regard, I, I think quarterbacks are better, but because I know how tough it is to play. People just, oh, this guy sucks. No, neither one of them suck. They've had suck moments, and but they've also had some really good moments. Okay, yep. For me, it comes down to this. If I want the level of five weeks consistency of playing it safer, take Jimmy Garoppolo. You'll, you'll, you'll sustain the safety longer. If I need safety sometimes, but I need a playmaking guy who gets everybody where that we can go on a run where it's like, fuck, like, like a streaky that, that we need five wins in a row because of you, not in spite of you or because of the rest, take Mayfield. So if, that, if, if I'm on a team that's going to play safe because our defense is good and you protect it, and don't th- that I'll, I'll take Jimmy. If I got a okay. team that, that plays good defense, but I need spectacular more often than safe, take Baker. I'm taking Baker Mayfield. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Fantasy world here right now. 
How do you think Jimmy Garoppolo would do if he was the starting quarterback for the Titans? Just like he's doing now. They yep, would they, they, he'd win a lot of games. Yep. He would post a really good winning precision percentage. He'd never lead the league in touchdown passes and would never lead the league in yards. But he'd hover in the 38 to 3,900 range, 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derrick Henry would like him because he'd be great on play action. He'd get ball out. And But when you said, hey, man, he's out for three weeks. you got to carry us. You're one and two. Yeah. You're one and two. Here's And on the flip side, Baker had Nick Chubb, who's a monster, one of the top three in the league. Yep. is Baker sometimes gets to the point where, oh, the check down's there, screw that, I want the post. So there's a fine line between having a set of balls that you're willing to take the shot, but also having the smart patience while your balls are dangling to say, I'll get the, that one later, let me hit the check down, and then we'll move. So if, I, if I'm on an efficient play-it-safe team that once in a while needs a play, I, I, Jimmy, if I'm playing it on a once in a while needs a safe play, but – we need somebody to elevate somebody's play. Everybody's feeding off energy. Take Baker Mayfield. All right, we'll wrap this up on this topic. I'm going to make a prediction right now in October. I will say that if the Astros and the Yankees play, the Astros will beat the Yankees, whether it's the second round or the championship series. I think that the Yankees would have trouble winning a seven-game series against the Astros. Uh, and again, I'm not trying to put too much on the four games that we just played in New York. But they mattered. Ask the players, Grant. You know that. The atmosphere, they mattered. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Yankees were playing as well as they could possibly play entering that series. Right? Everybody's there. I'm just telling you, as a Yankee fan, I would pick the Astros to beat the Yankees if they play in the playoffs. And I told people in Houston on my show, I said, the Yankees are real now because they're getting good pitching most of the time. And, And Grant, you make a the hell of a point is that both of these teams, I mean, ha- well, I'll put it this way. Let's say the Yankees swept the Astros. The Astros, are, people in Houston, we would have all said, oh, it's just June. Yep. And the Yankees would have fed off and say, oh, see, we got a psychological stronghold. If the Astros sweep that series or win the series, here everybody's saying, yeah, you're damn right, June matters. We got the Yankees number, right? We got them. And it'll pay, it'll pay off in October. And then the Yankees fans would say, it's June. We'll see you in October. That's that's the human nature yeah, of, of it, right? Of course. I, I, listen, I, and listen, I'm a diehard Sox fan, but I live in Houston where there's flagship. Right. But I, you yeah, know yeah, me. Yeah. I, I do not kiss the ass. I broke down every part. I didn't like, if you're the Astros fans, why you're pitching to Aaron Judge, the best player in the uh-huh. league this year, when there's a base <laughs> open, all those things. I'm with you. Here, here's what it is, Grant. I think the consistency, the depth, of the pitching staff, I think the Astros this year right now is better, a little bit. I do now. Vert Cole when he's going good and and um, what, what, why am I losing? Not no, Severino, listen, but who? Nestor. When Nestor. Yes. Yes. Nasty. Framber Valdez and Jason. I mean, right. Justin Verlander when uh, when Garcia is going. I mean, they're and then you're they're trying to you know might get my colors back so that. And here, Grant, for me, is the difference because I think they're both friggin' really good, and I like both managers for different reasons. Mm-hmm. The Astros aren't as reliant on the long ball as you as the Yankees are. They can and, win, and I don't. And that to me, if you beat in the postseason, the Yankees without the long ball aren't winning, and I think in the playoffs that's diminished a little bit. If the Yankees beat the 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 
uh, the, if the Astros beat the Yankees in October, let's say they're in the seven-game yep. series, I believe at the end of that series you'd be saying too many swings and misses. And if you can keep the ball in the ballpark, I agree with you, the Astros can beat them in a seven-game series. If your pitchers are laying the ball out over the plate and putting it on a tee and Stanton and Judge are going and Rizzo and they get rolling, it, it's a di- but here's the difference. The Astros can all the Astros in truth are like fourth or fifth in the they can also hit the long ball. Altuve's oh, yeah, like can. I mean oh, yeah, Alvarez can. and Altuve. Bregman hadn't even got started yet. So I think what it all comes down to if all the pitching was equal, pitchers will tell you they can get out a a home run guy easier than they can get out a guy who does what we talked about in football. Boring and keep the ball in play. Keep guys the stress on a pitcher where there's constant base runners. If you can if you can hit solo home runs, you're not going to win a lot. It's when the three-run yep. job because you put somebody on or you walk somebody. Yep. Astros slightly, Yankees today are better, but in a seven-game series where they see each other, the, the, the team that puts the ball in play more is the better team, I think. But I, I think we're headed for it, Grant. They're the two best teams in the American yep. League. And the, but the Yankees got a tougher division by far. I'll tell you one thing we're not going to see in October. We're not going to see the Astros pitch to Aaron Judge with a base open. That, that we can fucking guarantee you. Uh, no, or throw him a strike at 3-0 where he can tee off because you know they're going to turn him loose. Bad idea, and everybody in Houston knows it. And, as, and I love Dusty, and so do you. But if Aaron Judge is at the plate and a base is open and it's the difference of the game, Aaron Judge's ass will be on first base, I assure you. Yeah. And yeah, wise, way, wise, wise move. Way, for those of you that were not with us in the last hour, Mr. Salisbury is going to put a little bit of a wager on. If you give him 30 swings, he's going to hit the fucking ball over the monster at Fenway. So give him a, Yeah, give I get him to get loose. loose. Yes, get I can. Loose. Yes. Get loose. Get going. You got 30 pitches or 30 swings. I don't know what. You, yeah, you I got to get a ball. Right. You got to go 30 swings because, you know, not every pitch is going to be hittable. You're going to have some bad pitches. Right. 30 swings. You're saying no problem. You can jack one over Some the point in time in the next year, Burnsy with his pull, we'll get there. Yes, I, I believe I, I can. And I, I I mean, oh, Sean, I still got some hey. torque in the lower half, brother. Yeah, I could hit it you over hit the monster. Over that fucking, hey, you hit that over the monster. You're not going to love this, but I'm going to start calling you Bucky. You're, go, watch your mouth now. I'm not using Mickey Rivers' bat, right? Or Mickey, right? <laughs> exactly. But I use a Mickey Rivers' bat. I'll tell you this. If I don't hit it over, I'm gonna hit one through that bitch. I'll tell you that right <laughs> through that wall. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you have a good rest of the day, buddy. You uh, take care. Fun you too, man. Always great to be with you. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks <laughs> for Sean Salisbury, Grant Napier saying so long here on No Filter Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.